0: Hello everyone, I'm your host Luke, and today we'll be going over the Shroud of Turin. Another, uh, let's say controversial artifact, whatever you want to call it, of the Catholic Church. It is, this is according to Catholic Answers, so it's a very biased pro uh For arguing for the existence of it, or legitimacy. The Shroud of Turin is an ancient burial cloth containing the front and back images of a scourged, crucified man, many whom believe is Jesus Christ. It is the most studied artifact in human history. It would be hard to agree with this often quoted statement. Quote, the Shroud of Turin is either the most awesome and instructive relic of Jesus Christ in existence, or is one of the most ingenious, most unbelievably clever products of the human mind and hand on record. It is one or the other. There is no middle ground. John Walsh, The Shroud, 1963 So which is it? How can we know? So imagine this uh, scenario. The Shroud of turn is stolen from its home in turn Italy, and brought by the thief to the United States, where it's recovered by the FBI. A grand jury charges the defendant with stealing an authentic and priceless relic, which is a felony. The defendant has pleaded not guilty, alleging the cloth is a mere curiosity, a worthless fraud. After three weeks, the trial reaches closing arguments. Each side seeks to have the jurors recall the evidence most favorable to its position. The prosecution carries the heaviest legal burden, since it must establish the defendant's guilt by establishing the authenticity of the shroud beyond a reasonable doubt. So the prosecution's first closing argument. You'll recall those experts established the journey of the shroud from Jerusalem in AD 30 to its site at the time of the theft in the Cathedral of St. John the Baptist in Turin, Italy. Uh, you'll also recall the 17th century painting showing how the shroud was wrapped around the body to create head-to-head image. You'll... He learned that the first photograph of the shroud was taken by Secondo Pia in 1898, and that he nearly fainted when he realized that the shroud image has the characteristics of a negative, while its photographic negative has the characteristics of a positive print. It is the only such object on Earth. Our birds explained that the shroud is approximately 14.5 feet by 3.5 feet of linen that is consistent with fine first century weaving. They explain the various features on the front and back images. Um, da, 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 da. So a forensic pathologist and crucifixion eth- expert, Frederick T. Zugib. um, has studied the shroud and his studies conclude the feature and blood stains on the shroud are natural forensically accurate and indicate direct contact with the human body the image was definitely not applied by an artist's hand severe anxiety caused hemat Hydrosis, i.e. sweat, became blood. Scourging was particularly brutal. The crown of thorns was in the shape of a cap, not a circlet. It caused trigeminal neuralgia. The worst pain that the man is heir to It is devastating and unbearable. The shroud reflects how the... Blows to the man's forehead, brow, right upper lip, jaw, nose. Shoulder abrasions are consistent with injuries sustained while carrying the cross piece of the cross. There's little doubt that Jesus stumbled and fell numerous times before arriving at Calvary. Um, the nailing causes causalgia and agonizing pain like lightning bolts traversing the arms and legs, cause of death, cardiac and respiratory arrest due to hypovolemic and traumatic shock due to crucifixion, travertine aragonite dust taken from the foot area of the shroud was a strong match to samples taken from Jerusalem. In spite of the bleeding and brutally depicted in the movie The Passion of the Christ*. It's important to emphasize that Jesus actually suffered more than that. Yeah. Paul. He didn't even exist, but... um. (laughs) He also wasn't uh, Caucasian. He would have been Middle Eastern. Not... Yeah. Okay. So then... um, Ones against the Shroud of Turn. In October 1978, the Shroud of Turn Research Project STERP, performed the only in depth scientific examination of the artifact in question. Scientists from 20 different prestigious organizations studied the Shroud for five days using the world's most advanced scientific equipment and instruments uh by the way, this was also what would that be that would be uh four uh, that'd be forty two years ago yeah that would be forty two years ago so think of how much science has progressed since then um so Their principal findings released in the form of the STERP final report of 1981. No pigments, paints, dyes, or stains have been found on the fibers of the shroud. linen. X-ray, fluorescence, and microchemistry on the fibers preclude the possibility of paint being used for creating the image. Ultraviolet and infrared evaluation confirms these studies. Computer image enhancement and analysis by a VP8 image analyzer show that the image has unique three-dimensional information code throughout both the front and back sides. Microchemical evaluation has indicated no evidence of any spices, oils, or any biochemicals known to be produced by the body in life or in death. It is clear that the Shroud has had direct contact with the human body, which explains certain features such as scourge marks and bloodstains. Experiments in physics and chemistry with old linen have failed to reproduce adequately the phenomenon presented by the Shroud of Turin. No physical, chemical, medical, or biological methods can can adequately explain the image. I don't know about that. How or what produced the image continues to be a mystery. They can conclude for now that the shot image is that of a real human form of a scourge. A crucified man. Um, so three things should be done. Sturps data was published in 24 different scientific papers, most of which appeared in highly respected peer-reviewed scientific journals. Uh, Of the people on STIRP, only one has published any of his work about the shroud in a peer-reviewed scientific journal and they claim he was wrong. Uh, The three-dimensional information encoded throughout the front and back sides shows that the body was in the state of rigor mortis when the image was created. Huh. So, now we switch to the uh, scientific side, or explanations. It could be a painting, it could be a scorch from a heated statue, it could be a rubbing of iron oxide, it could be a medieval photograph, uh produced even possibly by Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. Da, 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 da. Okay, so the thing uh of it being a painting It's common knowledge that iron oxide was a regular ingredient in many medieval paintings. Uh, So it's possible that the shroud could be simply a beautiful painting. Furthermore, you'll recall that uh, the blood expert pointed out that the alleged bloodstains on the shroud are still red. Um, However, the expert established that human blood typically turns brown or black over time. In 1359, the local bishop of Troyes stopped all profit-making from and public showings of the shroud in Lyrie, France. Three years later, his successor, Bishop Pierre de... R.C. wrote to the Pope advising that the shroud was simply a painting and that the previous bishop knew the artist. Uh, the next one is scorched from a heated statue. Uh, da, 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 da. This Joe Nickel pr- proposed that an artist heated a life sized metal statue of a man to a high temperature and then pressed a large sheet of linen against the statue scorching the image onto the cloth. Um, One is a rubbing of iron oxide. Dr. Emily Craig um, said it was possible that the original artist first drew the image onto newsprint using iron oxide. And then the newsprint was laid into the linen fabric and rubbed against it to transfer the image. She showed that the resulting image on the linen appears similar to a photographic negative like the shroud. And then the other one is a medieval photograph. Nicholas Allen said that medieval artists often use a drawing aid called a camera obscura. It's the darkened room with a small hole at one end. The hole acts as a lens and focuses an object onto a sheet coated with light-sensitive emulsion to retain the image on the cloth. Um, Lynn Pickett and Clive Prince Agreed with this, and further suggested that this technique was likely employed by Leonardo da Vinci to create the shroud. Um, yeah, and that science dates the shroud have turned to medieval times. Uh, so there is radiocarbon dating performed in 1988, proving that the shroud was medieval in origin. Uh, There's a 95% probability from the carbon dating that the shroud was created between 1260 and 1390. It's about 700 years old. Uh, Okay, so now we go to a much more recent um, article from, I believe it's ABC News. Forensic research, once again, suggests that the shroud turn is fake. This is from July 18, uh, 2018. Scientists used blood pattern analysis research techniques to study stains on the shroud concluding that they're inconsistent with a single position. Um, Forensic scientists have once again concluded that the Shroud of Turin was artificially created. It is kept in the Cathedral of St. John the Baptist in Turin, Italy. Uh, Believers say its stains are the blood of Jesus, while others have questioned whether the stains are even blood at all. Maybe it's a grease stain. The new research is in line with numerous previous studies that have concluded that the shroud is not authentic. Earlier, carbon dating work has determined that it dates 1260 to 1390. Once again, that's from 1988. Um, a blue ribbon pa- panel called the Turin Commission concluded in 1979 that stains on the garment are likely pigments, not blood, while textile experts and art historians have suggested that the materials and images are not from the right era. As early as 1390, uh, about 35 years after the Shroud first emerged in France, Pierre d'Arcy, a Catholic bishop in Troyes, wrote to Pope Clement VII, that the shroud was a clever sle- sleight of hand by someone falsely declaring that this was the actual shroud in which Jesus was enfolded in the tomb to attract the multitude so that money might cunningly be wrung from them. In the most recent study that they released, by the way, that you can read for yourself, forensic scientists used blood pattern analysis to investigate the arm and body position necessary to yield the pattern seen on the shroud. Using a living volunteer and a mannequin to model several positions, researchers determined that the patterns were consistent with multiple poses, which contradicts the theory that Jesus was buried in the cloth lying down. Authors said that uh, in the journal that they looked particularly closely at the stains on the left arm, To determine consistency between the stains of the hand and forearm, using synthetic and real human blood throughout several experimental poses, the researchers determined that the blood patterns would have to occur at different times, and uh, if it was authentic, a particular sequence of events or movements would have to be imagined to account for those patterns. I mean to me what seals it is the radiocarbon dating that I mean you can't you can't make that part up so um yeah anyways, this has been your host Luke um I have more time this week, so I'm trying to release a podcast uh tuesday through fr- or Monday through Friday this week Thanks for listening uh hope you have a good day tomorrow.